0: Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. This week's episode is a film that was pretty much a surprise to me because I heard nothing about it other than it was a new film on the Shudder streaming service. I am a big fan of Shudder and to be honest their original films or the films that they picked up to debut on their service have generally been pretty good. Of course, that is largely because they're owned by the AMC network, which allows them to debut things both on AMC Plus as well as Shudder. I think it's time we announce the movie. Starring Micah Monroe and Carl Gossman, this is the 2022 Chloe Okuno directed Watcher. Watcher tells the story of Julia and Francis, played by Micah Monroe and Carl Gossman who moved to Bucharest as Francis got a job promotion. It was only natural because he spoke the language. Unfortunately, Julia does not. All is good until Julia notices that across the street at the adjacent apartment building, there appears to be somebody in the window watching her. There is also a serial killer on the loose who is decapitating women. Could this be the serial killer that's watching Julia? Or is she simply being paranoid because she's in a new environment? As I stated earlier in the episode, this movie took me by surprise simply because I had no expectations one way or another. It's one of those films that didn't really get a whole lot of press or anything. I think that BloodyDisgusting.com may have reported on it, which is a good possibility, even though they have their own competing streaming service with Screenbox, I always find that it's a welcome surprise when you're actually enjoying a film or liked it and heard little to nothing about it. Those are usually the best types of happy accidents that you can get with a film or even a TV show. The Film Watcher definitely falls into this category of a welcome surprise. It's not exactly a true horror film, which I'm completely okay with. It's nice to see something classy. And I don't mean that in a bad way as far as the horror genre, but this fits firmly into the more suspenseful types of horror films, almost like an Alfred Hitchcock film. There's a lot of moments scattered throughout that has a lot of tension build up, and we're not really disappointed by the time that the ending reveals itself as well as revealing the killer. There's so many moments that throw us a little bit for confusion. We are confused just as much as Julia is. I actually love the fact that any time that she's speaking to any of the locals with her broken Romanian, the film does not give us, the viewer, who likely does not speak Romanian, any subtitles. So that just adds to the confusion of what's exactly going on. Of course, we can make things out based off of the actions and that, for the most part, everybody seems to understand her English. I just really loved how simple that idea was to not include subtitles. And how it really allowed us to empathize with Julia and really put us into the same mindset as her. Maybe she was just being overreacting and especially paranoid but it is creepy when she waves to the watcher in the window, and he waves back. As far as the paranoia aspect, I think it was handled really well. It probably would have been a great twist if Julia would have simply been imagining everything. But then we would have to question, would it have really fit the film? And I don't think it would have. It would have been just applying a twist for the sake of applying a twist. I think it would have went against all of the high-tension moments in the film. This is definitely a slow-building type of film that gradually pulls you into its world. Watcher definitely owes a lot to Hitchcock specifically Rear Window. It gave me some serious Rear Window types of vibes, which I'm assuming are intentional. It wound up reworking a similar concept into its own narrative. So I guess that would be the one detractor of this film, is that it's not exactly the most original of films. You've definitely seen a film like this before, but it does rework it into a different enough package that it's still an enjoyable movie. It was also nice to see the return of actress Micah Monroe return to the horror genre that made her famous, or at least famous amongst us that enjoy horror films. With films like The Guest as well as It Follows, which I didn't even know came out in the same year, she has proven that she can definitely carry a film, and this is no different. I think that she does a great job as far as making us believe and really feel for her character, and it made me feel like I would have been the same way if I would be overseas in a different place, a different country, not knowing the general language, I think it definitely would add to a paranoia type of feel with a general unease because you're simply giving up everything that you knew and feeling like a fish out of water. I think that's another area where Watcher definitely succeeds. The fact that it takes place in another country gives us that familiar story that we knew, but allows a different spin and a different take on that. Of course, if we just would have had it set in the U.S., then you would have simply gotten Disturbia, which was sued by Hitchcock's family, and rightfully so. It was almost a true one-to-one of Rear Window. I mentioned earlier that this is a new take on a well-worn story, and how it was a detractor. I was thinking about that a little bit. I really don't know what I would do to update that kind of story of the paranoia of somebody in the window watching you. I know it's weird to call that a story or genre, but we've seen it so many times, I don't know if you can really continue to update it any further than what it was already updated. I think that a lot of times with those stories, a lot of their success of whether it's going to be a good film or not, it's going to be how it's executed, is the director actually able to incorporate a lot of that tension to really make us feel like we're there in the scene? Can they make a smart use of that shot by holding it just a little extra long to drive the point and the feeling home? One of the more impressive things about Watcher is that this appears to be Chloe Okuno's feature-length film debut as a director, and it's incredibly impressive. Looking at Chloe Okuno's filmography, it looks like she... Just got her start making a whole bunch of short films, which is pretty much where a lot of directors do get their start. It's just impressive to me that for her feature-length debut, she knocked it out of the park. Possibly my favorite scene in Watcher is when Julia actually comes face-to-face with her Watcher on a subway train. It's so incredibly well-executed with the tension between the two of them when they're speaking and Julia simply asks, why are you following me? When we hear the response of that it's not every day that a pretty girl waves to him, if she wasn't on his radar before that moment of her actually waving to him in the window to see if he was watching her, well, he definitely was interested then at that point. This intense moment on the subway leads to an equally intense ending, and it's all carried out by the excellent direction along with the excellent acting from Micah Monroe, as well as Byrne Gorman who plays The Watcher. As I stated before, this film came as a complete surprise. I was actually really surprised that I liked it as much as what I did. If you do happen to have the Shutter streaming service or AMC+, I highly recommend checking it out. It's an hour and a half of a slow-building, tension-filled film that didn't really have any right to be as good as what it was, but it was actually a great way to spend an hour and a half. I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you don't do the whole social media thing, drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. And if you're enjoying my podcast, why not tell a friend about it? Tell two friends for that matter. Or if you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as continue to create new content. But with that being said, be kind and good night.